a Scottish castle built in the 13th century now operates as a four-star hotel, and it's home to all manner of things that go bump in the night. In the Robert the Bruce room, people see a figure walking through their room on a spiral staircase which no longer exists, and a shadowy figure walks through the wall in the Wallace suite. But there's so much more. But would I encounter any of these phantoms in the winter of 2012, when my team and I return to Edinburgh and dare to step foot inside the Dalhousie Castle Hotel? Here is a sneak peek of the episode which is available right now to Patreon supporters. My right hand side was brightly lit as well, by an enormous full moon glowing brightly against the clear night sky. It appeared so large, so low in the sky and so close that it seemed that if I was to open my window I could almost reach out and touch it. As I made steady progress along the quiet single carriageway, it was there throughout, as if it was going to chase us all the way to Edinburgh. The original castle was built in the 13th century, however only the vaults and the thick walls of the foundation level remain of the 13th century Dalhousie Castle. Much of the present structure was built in 1450, although many extensions and alterations have occurred over the centuries that have followed. Entry into the castle used to be via a drawbridge over a moat which I'll show you later. With such a long and eventful past, it was clear that this magnificent building would have its fair share of spectral residents. He then told us all about the Australian reporter. It was unsurprisingly at the forefront of his mind with it being so recent and having brought the castle to the attention of the world. We discussed it and we explained that we'd just seen it on YouTube and he assured us that nothing was set up or faked and that she was absolutely terrified of staying in the castle after she fled the dungeon. There are two rooms in which I see things, continued Peter in his strong yet totally understandable Scottish accent. The first is room 17, the Robert the Bruce room and the other is the William Wallace suite, which is right up the top of the castle where the flag is. Whoa. I went to that ball. I don't think he touched that. I went to that ball. Did he touch the chair? No. Oh. Guys. <laughs> as I returned along the silent corridor, my blood ran cold as I heard a whispered voice right behind me. I stopped in my tracks and listened intently. My inner voice was screaming at me to run back to the gun room, tell the others, then come back, safety in numbers. But I fought this instinct and stood perfectly still. The urge to flee intensified as I realised that there was more than one voice whispering behind me. There were several male voices talking amongst themselves. To my horror, I clearly heard a deep voice say, talk to us. I'll be honest, at that moment in time I wanted to be anywhere else other than in that corridor, but against my better judgement I swallowed hard and spoke. Hello ghosts, I said quietly. There was no reply, but the whispering continued. I plucked up the courage to turn around, half expecting to come face to face with several shadowy phantoms. There was no one there, and I could no longer hear the voices. I stood quietly, and I could hear my heart pounding away in my chest. I was horrified to realise the voices were still there, but now appeared to be behind me, in the corridor between where I stood and the room where my friends awaited my return. A male voice clearly said Rob. I couldn't decide if this was ghost hunting gold dust or my worst nightmare. Every hair on my body stood on end as I listened to the several voices talking in a low whisper right behind me. 
I challenged myself to turn around, but I was frozen to the spot. I knew if I didn't turn around and the voices stopped, I'd always regret it. So I counted a three in my head and span around quickly. We continued to ask for signs for over ten minutes with no results. But just as we were about to give up, I could hear footsteps in the room next door. A dining room, with tables already set out for the next morning's breakfast. I was just about to speak up when John beat me to it. Someone moving around outside. We could all hear it, and the footsteps were getting louder, as it was obvious that they were headed to the room in which we were sat quietly, in the darkness, waiting for the inevitable. Our eyes were attuned to the darkness now, and we all stared at the closed door as the handle slowly turned. I shuffled uncomfortably in my seat, and I realised my palms were sweaty and my heart was racing. It was one of those fight-or-flight moments, but we had nowhere to run, as our only exit was through that door. Sure enough, the door clicked open, the click sounding so very loud in the silence. The door slowly swung open, and I could clearly see a dark shadowy figure stood perfectly still in the doorway. To get access to the entirety of this episode right now, and all of the previous special episodes, head on over to patreon.com forward slash howhauntedpod, or check out the link in this podcast episode description. For just £3 a month, you'll get access to every standard episode, ad-free and two days early, as well as a special episode much like this one every single month. I'll never lock anything behind a paywall, so all of these special episodes will be made available on the standard feed at some point in the future. But if you want to hear them right now, for less than the price of a pint, you know what to do. On this long, glorious summer's day, why not treat yourself to an extra helping of... How Haunted. I think it's just a load of hocus pocus. <laughs>